Happy Friday, KMA Land. I'm Sandy Edie Hansen, and this is The Double X Factor, where this week we've been looking at the idea of connecting through complaining. Now, if you've ever tried to go complaint-free, you may be like many of us who quickly realize there isn't much much conversation going on if we aren't complaining. I've mentioned the human wiring for negative bias here many times, so just know that we are set up to complain as part of our nature, and it's not that we should never, ever do it. Just like anything, it's about balance and not letting it run unchecked in our lives and relationships. If you find yourself or someone you love doing what seems like a lot of complaining, it can become a groove in your brain and a weak substitute for making connection. Have you ever noticed that people become difficult when their needs aren't being met? Complaining can sometimes be a great cue to tell us there's an unmet need going on. Maybe we're seeking connection or validation or we're feeling powerless in some way. Complaining can even be projection. In other words, we avoid looking within for the source of our discomfort and project the exact thing we ourselves are doing onto others and then complain about it. If the complaining you're hearing is coming out of your own mouth, consider this tidbit from author and psychologist Cy Wakeman. Venting is your ego's way of avoiding self-reflection. So what might you be avoiding taking a solid look within that you may be avoiding with complaining? What is your own part in the thing? This is what you have control over. Another thing that happens with complaining as a method of connecting with others is often we're making up a large portion of the story or what it means. When you talk about the thing or the person that is the focus of your complaining, what amount of the information do you know for sure? As in factual and how much of it is a meaning you're placing on it that's not actually based in fact. As a side note on this one, have you talked to anyone about your complaint who can actually do something about it? or only those who commiserate with you in your view on it. Also, consider the other element of avoiding self-reflection that goes on when we try to connect through complaining. Most often, we're wanting someone, other than ourselves, to change so we can feel better. Want to guess what percentage of the time this works out? I'm estimating about 0%. So, what can we do to help things go right, rather than focusing on what we think is going wrong? This also applies if you're judging someone else to be complaining as their way of connection with us. But self-reflection is always, always, always going to be what we need to do first. So this is a great segue for me to tell you about our next topic for next week. And it's how you can aim your focus on what we want rather than on what we don't want. Spencer and I thank you for listening and following us on Facebook and Instagram. And we hope this little bit of info is somehow useful and helpful in your own journey. Till next week. Later.